to the jail flower. Welcome, you fucks. I always forget about the metronome. Oh, metro. Yeah, bro. And welcome back to number 43, I think. 43? Yeah, bro. Shout out that. Um, And pretty much we're just going to bullshit around today. Hell yeah. Because that's what we're good at. As you do. <laughs> um, and we're going to talk about a few different things in particular. Like, I had a few things I wanted to brush on. Uh, but nothing really. Like... We've been talking about the UFC card that just happened last night. It was like what two ninety two. Yeah. That shit was insane. That one was crazy. Yeah, bro. Uh, there was Sean O'Malley really knocked out all. Jo- Not even knocked out. Like I thought that fight could have went on a little longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he did take some heavy hits on the ground. But I really thought, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you record a podcast with Yaros the other day? No. I'll just chill. Okay, okay. So no. it is 43. Yeah. Because I was looking back and we have 42 uploaded. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, I, 43, dog. Because, like, I was talking to Yaros last week about doing it. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, we'll do it when Isaac gets back from the hike. And then... Y'all should have just did that shit. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, honestly, mm-hmm. I, I hit him up at, like, 7... And he was like, yeah, dude, I'm good. I'm just, um, like, he was getting ready. And Yaros works pretty early in the morning. So, yeah. Uh, We got to catch Yaros soon, bro. I love Yaros. And honestly, bro, that man fucking, he's leveling up, bro, and I love it. I can't wait to just, I just want to get a lot of reps of sparring in. Yeah. 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 Sparring and cardio. I'm like halfway tempted to quit lifting. Just to just to fucking <laughs> more rounds on the bag, more rounds running, just doing push ups and calisthenics. You know what I mean? For sure. But at the same time, bro, lifting weights does a lot of really beneficial things for your body. There's something to the structure, but there's also something to no structure. I feel that, yeah. Feel the fuck that. you recording over there, bro? I was, I was itching my head, dog. Uh, but nah, Christian texted me. We talking Willie? Um, nah, Stover. Stove. Yeah, he texted me. He was like, Ayo, Isaac. I was like, yo. And then I remembered I triangled him yesterday. And I sent him a little triangle emoji. <laughs> That's all I'm shit. So. Okay. Uh, dude, I fucking love jujitsu. Jujitsu is lit. I've... One thing I've... I've been fucking... I love my triangles. I need to work on my finishing mechanics a little bit. Um, just because I don't have a lot of reps of those finishing mechanics. Um, like the... The finishes I'm like freshest on that I really can't do are like heel hooks and... I love straight ankles, and I'll play with straight ankles, but people can also just, like, suck it up on straight ankles, and it's like, dude, I don't want to fuck up your ankle. I'm just going to transition into something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh... I've been having a lot of trouble with arm triangles lately, and I remember... Really? Yeah, used to. I used to just get them all the fucking time. Hmm. And now I just, like... I. I just, like, 
I, I get to that point where it's like hard to move. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I don't need to chase that oh, submission. You mean with like, like when I'm going into arm triangles. Oh. Like I can finish an arm triangle when I'm there, but just like breaking the little like thing to like get into it. We're yeah. talking about jujitsu right now, guys. That's totally fine. <laughs> but no, what do you mean like? you're from the mount or how are you working and then not getting like the arm triangle i'm in mount and then i post like i'm in mount okay you get the head your arm across or what i do is like i put my head down on the mat like their arm might already be like up here for me like working Mm -hmm. something else like threatening uh an americano or some shit and then their arm might be up here and then I'll stamp my head down here, and I'll just use it to start driving it up. Mm-hmm. But lately, I've been getting a lot of resistance, like, and they've been getting their head, their arm, like, bent to, yeah. like, a 90. And when it's bent to the 90, it's like, fuck it, I'm not going to chase it. I'm right. just going to go into something else. Yeah. It works really well off of, like, the gift wrap sequence, too. Mm-hmm. If you, like, are working the gift wrap. So, for those that don't know, you can go from side control or mount, but you go, like, Americana... They go to defend it. You grab that other arm. It's all the way pulled across their body. And then the gift wrap sequence is just a way of locking up both of their arms so that you can step up and take their back, you know, slide that knee up the back and just pull pull them kind of into your lap. Um, I did that little baseball slide <clears throat> from the gift wrap and that yeah. shit was lit. But the, uh, the cool thing to me about the gift wrap sequence is how everybody responds to it. You know, because as soon as they're worried about you taking their back, most people aren't worried about their arms and what they're doing with their arms. That's how I got that arm bar in that first match. Mm -hmm. Um, Was from the gift wrap. He just left his elbow up, trying not to let me have his back. And he flattened himself out to the ground. And I just dropped in for an arm bar. Um, I'd much rather somebody have my back. Yeah, but the same way that... Yeah, I'd rather have somebody have my back than have a fucking arm triangle, too. But the same way that you get that gift wrap, dude, once you get them to have their arm across, it's across their chest, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, you had the Kimura, you get it all locked up. Right from there, if you just threaten the back, they're going to try to flatten out onto their shoulders. Mm -hmm. And when they flatten out on their shoulders, you can just swim that arm through, you know, forget this shit, swim that arm through... For the head and arm triangle. I'm going to have to try and work it from there because it makes sense. Yeah, or from like back escapes too. Mm. Um, that's one of the biggest issues that I had was like I kept getting caught in a triangle when I was working my back escape to the, uh, or arm triangle, when I was working the back escape to the uh, their underhook side, mm. you know? Yeah. Because they would just turn that underhook get on top and then turn that to the uh head and arm triangle and so i've been working on not getting caught there just escaping to the other side um what days you go to jujitsu i try to make it monday wednesday morning last week wasn't super consistent um i'm doing team training on fridays and then i do it on saturday after i teach the class So you do like that all levels? Is that what you're trying to say? Which one? Saturday? Oh, yeah. Um, or is it I like I teach fundamentals sparring? and then I have to, I have to uh, 
like help close the gym and shit like that mm-hmm. or get pre-closing shit done or sell memberships whatever it is that day um but while all levels is running i have to be doing some shit and then i'll go into like the open mat or whatever it is at the end mm-hmm. where everybody's just rolling okay yeah. There's some good guys that come Saturdays, too. There's a bunch of good guys, dude. Mm-hmm. Everybody's, everybody's pretty fucking good. One of my favorite people to roll with is probably Bill. I like rolling with Bill. Bill? Yeah. Bill, Bill, Bill. Venezuelan, dude. I think I know who you're talking about. He usually sets up his tripod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. I do know who you're talking about. Bill. Bill's So many out. names, bro. Mm. Bill Zoto. That's right. Shout There's way Bill. too many to remember everybody's name. He's very athletic. He's fun to go with. Yeah. Uh, and I can really work my takedowns on him and like my mm. takedown setups because he's a he's he's a. I'd say he's a pretty good partner, but it's, sometimes when you start going for a takedown, some people will just like. Not respond very well to it. Right. Uh, like. Once I can get connect both my hands, I've got my takedown. Mm. And with Bill, uh, like he, he'll sprawl first, and then I'll end up working for my takedown. Right. Uh, so it's fun. It's not like going with the purple belt who will just kind of let you take him down. Yeah. And triangle the shit out of you. Oh, dude, I fucking lo- I love Perry. Yeah. I was talking about. A connoisseur of chocolate milk, that man. Yeah? Yeah. You don't have his Instagram? No, bro. Right. I need to get Perry's Instagram. I love Perry, bro. He's, he's a, a connoisseur of chocolate milk. He's he'll funny tell, as hell. He'll tell you about the best chocolate milk in the world. And he said he said to me, like, there's not shit that he thinks is worth it that's not, like, an hour or two away from here. Chocolate milk? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Perry drives like two hours just to go find some good chocolate milk. That man's gone to all different countries to get chocolate milk. <laughs> no way. No. <laughs> really? He was talking about on a video, like, how some of the other shit was, uh, what were we talking about? He was talking about how some other countries like Germany and Austria and shit like that had better chocolate milks or worse ones he was doing like a comparison video mm. um or some shit like that man, you're gonna have to show man. me this bro i want to see this uh i know in thailand i didn't really try the chocolate milk but i tried their protein drink and they had like a dutch chocolate milk slash dutch vanilla protein drink mm. uh and it was like, I didn't like their chocolate. But I didn't try many Thai sweets. I gotcha. ate Pocky Sticks. Like the little like Pocky Sticks. You know the ones I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, they have like all sorts of flavors and shit over there. And then I'd go to the 7-Eleven every day in Thailand. And I that's how I got my fiber. Because after I, I like called you and I was like, bro, my poop's been runny. Damn. And it's it was like three days deep. Do you remember that? Yeah, I didn't like, need that information. My cheeks but I do were on fire, and it was it didn't feel good. I was eating a lot of spicy food, and I had only I was only eating like noodles and meat. I didn't think about fiber or anything else. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And just every time I got to the toilet, it was just... Damn, son. Yeah, bro, it was gnarly. Uh, so I was just eating Pocky Sticks. I ate Pocky fiber. Sticks to get fiber. Yeah, the extra fiber ones. Hell yeah. You'll find some that'll be like extra fiber or like uh, a significant source of fiber. I just eat a bunch, <laughs> a bunch of those every day. Oh yeah, dog. Uh, and then everything sort of look up from there. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, bro. And then I'd eat like fucking mochi every day, bro. But yeah, uh, back to fights. <laughs> uh, that UFC 292 card, that shit was insane. Like, we see Barry Allen. I mean, not Barry Allen. That dude got beat up by Max Holloway. Can you search up, like, some highlights? Yeah. I want you Let's to see, see these highlights. Ian Gary and Neil Magny. That was the other big, big fight that I really had, like, in my eyes. Okay. And okay. Ian Gary fucking massacred Neil Magny. It was and a three-round decision. It was a three-round decision, but it was like... It felt like watching that fight felt like Ian Gary could finish Neil Magny at any moment if he wanted to. But he he took the long path because, like, going into it, they had, like, a lot of beef going on. Because he said something about, like, hitting him like you hit kids or some shit like that. Like, yeah, he said something like that. Yeah, and Ian Gary was trying to make it, like, a <laughs> child abuse accusation. Yeah. Uh, and Neil Magny was like, no. No, it's like, I'm just saying I'm going to discipline this dude. And maybe he needs to be disciplined. Like and a fucking then, child. Bro, he couldn't. He couldn't discipline Ian Gary. Ian Gary really, he was like, You don't hit kids. I would never lay a hand on my daughter. And he's like a, he's a pretty new parent too. Um, Damn, they done shut down these motherfucking highlights already. Why? Bro, the UFC shut down fucking two of them. I don't need you to break it down. I just want to see it. It was insane, dog. It was so clean. Like, everything Ian Gary did was clean. Oh, this dude's not actually showing anything. And he just broke down leg kick, leg kick. He broke down his legs, and once the base started to go, he was just, like, hitting him fucking hard, bro. And then, like, there was an awesome picture... Uh, like you see them after I think the second round, they're mm-hmm. saying stuff to each other, and Neil says something, and then Ian Gary <laughs> just shoots up a bird, and he's just like, and then the camera flashes off of him real fast. <laughs> it was funny, um, but it was awesome, man. It was a good fucking fight. Like it was a good card. Uh, I watched all the fights except for, of course, the two most important ones, the Zhang Wei Li and. Amanda Lemos, Lemo is that Lemos? Lemos, I don't know, it's something like that. And I watched, I didn't watch the Sh- Sugar Sean versus Aljo fight, which were probably two of the craziest. But it was just, yeah, those UFC cards would play mad late, bro. And I ain't about that. I wanted to get up and do chores and shit this morning, so that's what I did. <laughs> Damn, bro, they done took down all the highlights. That's crazy, dude. It was an amazing fight. The UFC took down all the highlights. I went to three, four videos. Go to your UFC page on Instagram, dog. Man, listen, they don't have shit. Yeah, they do. Go to their page. 
Or seen. go to Ian Gary. Honestly, if you go to Ian Gary's, you'll see some of it. Uh, they got shit pinned, but it's not about Ian Gary. Let me see it. Hey, man. Okay, bro. Chill, dog. Okay, bro. You're gonna chill. You're gonna chill out. Just gonna eat another bite of mango. Fucking eat your mango. Sit down, bro. Oh, shit. Face teeps. Bro, it was Ian a Gar- murder. Why does Ian Gary look like he just got out the military? He looking hard, bro. He had fucking uh, Gilbert Burns in his corner, too. No videos, just pictures. Oh, pussy ass bitch. Let me see, let me see, let me no. see. No. Go to <laughs> go to Ian Gary's page, bro. Alright. And then go to his tagged, and you'll see some of it. I'm not following his ugly ass. I'm not saying you have to. You got herpes. What? Does he really? Fuck, I don't know. He gave Neil Magny herpes last night. God knows how long. So. And like the last like 20 to 30 seconds, it was on the ground, but the rest of the fight was all on the feet. Like uh, Ian Gary made Neil Magny stand up several times because he'd knock him down and then he'd let him stand back up instead of like just smashing him there. And then the last, like, 30 seconds, Ian Gary just wanted to try and finish him as, like, ruthlessly as possible. Like, he got into his guard, started trying to pass guard, and just smashing Neil's face. Mm. Um, and went the distance, but the whole fight, Ian Gary just picked him apart. And then Chris Weidman made his return debut uh, after three years. It was like 2020 when he broke his shit. And that was wild. Like, he broke his shin straight in half. Um, The same way he did to... Like, the same exact way that it happened to Anderson Silva. And then he made his return fight last night, bro. It didn't go his way. He looked sharp at the start. But then his other leg, the leg that didn't get split in half was just getting leg kicked, leg kick, leg kick, and he wasn't checking whatsoever, just eating leg kicks on his left leg, and then his left leg got really compromised, he didn't try to wrestle, like, at all last night, which was surprising, um, he was just, like, trying to box, and, uh, those two went hard, and he landed some really good shot on Brad, Brad Tavares, Tavares, um, but he got his leg fucking torn up, and that left him so compromised, and he lost the decision pretty unanimously, I'm pretty sure. And gotcha. I don't think it got stopped. No, it was a decision. Um, Chris Weidman lost to Brad Tavares by decision. Yeah, and then fucking Rodriguez won right before that with a KO in round one. That fucking, you remember that dude who got his face split open like the craziest cut I've ever seen? Uh, what? Gregory, Gregory Rodriguez. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. Yeah. Fucking, I guess. Oh, he that's came who back, he is? I guess he came back and smacked the shit out of him. I yeah. forgot about him fighting. Yeah, that shit happened fast as fuck, bro. Dennis Tulinin? What even happened? Yeah, he's like an up and comer. So, from what I'm seeing right now, there were no knockdowns. There was <clears throat> six strikes landed by Gregory Rodriguez. Three strikes landed by Dennis. Um, 
five of the strikes that Gregory landed were considered significant. The two of the ones that Dennis landed were also considered significant. And then Gregory got one takedown. And one out of two takedowns. No submission attempts. And it was a KO, TKO. A minute, oh, yeah. It looked like 45. he hit. It was like a controversial-ish one. Because uh, it looked like he was hammering him in the back of the head. Probably was. Like, it looked like at least one went to the back of the head. And then the others went to the side. Um, and knocked him out. Yeah. Or knocked him. It was a TKO. I don't know a lot of these guys. And then uh, that's because it was two of the... the Andre Petroski, I know. Petroski. Gerald Mershartz as well. Petroski, Petroski, I don't think, should have won. Really? I thought he was getting pieced up. Yeah. He was throwing yeah. big windy shots and Mershart was getting out of the way and just putting it on this dude. So you think that that fight probably wasn't a good... Those were two grapplers and they just stood and banged the whole mm. time. Uh, mm. The moments on the ground, Mershart dominated. And then Petroski, Petroski was just throwing big hammers and missing most of them. He'd hit occasionally. Uh, but I thought Mershart was doing the work he needed to do, and I thought Mershart was really putting it on him. Damn, so a controversial decision? Yeah, at least to the jag. Uh, and then two of the ultimate fighters. I mean, yeah, Mershart landed more. Mershart landed more. Andre got one knockdown and two takedowns. Interesting. What was the fight before that? Andrea Lee and Natalia Silva. Natalia Silva. She's the woman who pieced up Andrea Lee, like murdered her. And Andrea, not even like... She was just like getting a read on her in the first round and Andrea Lee wasn't really doing much. She was just getting kicked, like dodging and punching occasionally. Yeah. And then second round comes, and they're like, she really needs to start doing stuff. Really needs to start doing something. If she wants this fight, she's got to go forward. She can't be at kicking range. And she stayed at kicking range and just kept getting kicked. And mm. got a little busted open at the end of the second, I believe. It might have been the end of the first when she got busted open. She got hit hard a couple times uh, towards the start of the fight, especially. I think round one, she got rocked. And then round two, she was scared, it looked like. And then round three, eh, it was still pretty much the same fight. Uh, but Rod it was Rodriguez. Mm. Yeah, that was the Natalia Silva. That's who it was. Yeah. Uh, she pieced her up. She was just throwing good kicks, just bouncing around, moving around the octagon, just throwing kicks, throwing kicks, hitting her hard with her hands. And then round three started really putting it on her, just ha, 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 like that Taekwondo shit, you know? And that was phenomenal. And then before that, I believe, was Weidman. That was his fight. And then before that was two of the ultimate, ultimate uh, fighters. Guys. Yeah, two, yeah, two of hold on, their yeah. fights. So was that... Um, they were good, bro. So that wasn't Gregory Rodriguez and Dillis Tunin, but no. Kurt Hollebach. And that Austin Hubbard guy? Yep. That was one of them. Yeah. And it was like... Round two submission. They were both on the Chandler team. 
It was both yep. Mike guys. Yep. And uh, I don't think there was any Connor guys left by the end, half. Of I it. think one of the guys was a Connor guy. No, actually, maybe not. I think all his team got beat. Yeah. But yeah, he outlanded him. Didn't get any takes downs, but mm. two submission attempts led to one submission in round two. Oh, dude, it was the cleanest shit in the world. He rolls from like an arm bar, like a sloppy arm bar, into a beautiful triangle. Like the dude attempting the submission, the guy who won Halaba or whatever. Yeah. Halaba. Yeah, him. Uh, the veterans. Those two fought, and the other guy. Uh, the other guy looked a lot younger than him than Halaba. Yeah, Hubbard. And there was, like, some shit where Holoba told him, he was like, I don't like how you're, like, holding, or, I don't know. Long story short, it was a good fucking fight, but Holoba was putting it on him. And then, beautiful submission. Beautiful skills. Yeah. She's like, he was like, that's what I was holding back. That's why I didn't show him everything. Gotcha. And so, how about Cody Gibson and Brad Katona? The one of the best the fights of the entire night. The bantamweights. She went to a decision too. Dog fight, bro. Oh sheesh, yo, both of these guys got fucked up. <clears throat> Dog both, fight. Both of these guys threw upwards of two hundred and fifty strikes. It was a good fight, bro. Yeah, so these guys had like beef going into in, in this series. Yeah, so Brad Katona fucking threw three hundred and twenty-seven. Total strikes landed 173, so that's about 52. Says it's 52% accuracy on that. And then the significant strikes, 160 of them. He attempted 311. Nobody got any knockdowns, nobody got any takedowns or submission attempts. But the other guy, Cody Gibson. He threw 273, still landed 169, so his accuracy was actually higher. And then as far as significant strikes, 164 out of 268, still putting him at a higher, like, a higher accuracy rate than the other guy, but... Those guys both need to be signed to the UFC, like, honestly. Was it one of those fights, kind of like... It was, like, everybody, like, even the announcers, like, Joe Rogan, DC, uh, is it John Anik? John Anik? Yeah, they were all three, those were the commentators, of course. Mm. And then it was Dean Thomas chiming in, like, usual. Uh, and they were all, like, this is, like, a Forrest Griffin, Stefan Bonner fight. This yeah. is one of the best fights, and, like, it was amazing. Like, DC was kept saying, Mon- come Monday morning, that one of them's not going to be a UFC fighter. But they're both gonna have fifty thousand extra dollars, so that'll mm-hmm. help. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I I don't know how the bonuses were given out or anything like that. I haven't seen anything about it. But they definitely need it. Those yeah. guys put on a show like the at the end of the first round. Brad Katonis, he was getting a little punch. Like he was getting hit hard, bro. And he had like the side of his face was started to swell up, like yeah. right here. Stop. It was like a hematoma almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then second round, Katona definitely got it. The first round, it was like very close, very close. Second round, Katona definitely got it. Uh, he started to show he was more fresh and he had way more gas in his tank than Cody Gibson did. Got you. 
but Cody Gibson was so accurate, so precise. His strikes were so nice. And then in the third round, uh, Brad Katona punched him in the eye towards the end of the round, mm-hmm. which started almost immediately swelling up his eye. And then Katona just started putting it on him, bro. Damn. And Cody was still fighting, bro. Still, like, his eye was like this. But he was still, like, hitting fucking hard and accurately. Heard. So how about... And he was a history... He's a teacher, bro. Like, he was yeah. an AP teacher, yeah. history teacher. I heard about that. Like, shout out that man, Cody Gibson. Yeah, no, that was... That's dope, dude. Um, How about Marlon Vera and Munoz? Am I looking at the wrong card right now? Did I somehow end up back in time? Cheeto. Cheeto and Munoz. Yeah, no, that happened. That happened? That Cheeto fought last night. So was it a boring Cheeto fight? The first round was pretty boring. Like, he was throwing, he threw a couple good shots, but uh, Munoz was putting it on him, or at least trying to. Mm-hmm. And then second round, Cheeto started turning it on and started piecing him up. And then third round, he was pieced the fuck up. And Cheeto won by decision. Mm, got you. And Sean wants that fight. Is that it for the main card? Was that the main card? No, no, no. All that other shit we were talking about was prelims. Oh, shit. The but, but, ultimate fighter fights? Yeah, prelims. But uh, Vera beat Font and then... Damon Blackshear and Mario Batista. Yes, went bro. Went to a decision as well. Mario Batista is the teammate of Sean O'Malley. I was I, I wanted mm. to say Sugar, Sean Sugar. <laughs> no. Um, but he's his teammate, and Sean's been talking all this stuff about how he's so good, and then, um, it was pretty back and forth. Marvel scared the shit out of me. The cat he got is out scruck. Who? Black Batista. Shea? Maybe. Batista got outstruck. Batista was pushing the pace, like shoving this dude against the fence and throwing hard. I didn't... Mm. It wasn't so like... it was an, probably a control time thing? Kinda, yeah. And it wasn't like Damone was hitting him hard either. Uh, he was hitting Damone pretty hard. He it got said, close to getting a twister on Damone too, which would have been crazy. Yeah, that would have been wild. He had that, well, it was his one submission attempt, huh? Mm-mm. It said he had one submission attempt on the stats here. He was close to getting that, but then he moved into, like, trying to just get a rear naked, I think. I believe. Because he was on his back for a second. Got you. And it was nice, man. He's a good guy. And then at the end of the fight, you could definitely tell, like, Damon was beat up. He was tired. And Mario, he looked he looked pretty good. Like he was f- still pretty fresh, and but it wasn't a super exciting fight. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. All the fights on that card were really exciting, except for fucking just seeing Andrea Hill get beat the, or Andrea Lee get beat the fuck up. Yeah, I guess Cody Garbrandt was supposed to be on that fight. He was, he was supposed, supposed to be to against fight. Batista. Yeah. <laughs> Dog. What's wrong with you, Kobe? Kobe's an asshole. Bet. Well, but then we... Zhang Wei Li is the only other one we haven't really said anything about. Oh, and dude, Zhang Wei Li, bro, murdered this woman. Yeah. I didn't even watch the fight, but she murdered this woman. Jesus Christ. Uh, what were the stats oh like? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so these stats are fucking crazy. 
Um, the total stroke strikes thrown from Zhang were 358, and then the total stro strikes thrown from Lemos were 68. Right? Okay, okay. Zhang Weili went, landed uh, 296 strikes. They considered them, or 163 of them, to be significant. <laughs> uh, so, 163. She got 6 out of 7 takedowns. Um, Lemos landed 29 strikes, and they said that 24 of them were significant. Got no takedowns. I guess she tried for two submissions, but didn't get either of those either. So, yeah. Who tried the submissions, Zhang? Uh, Lemos. Hmm. Probably because she got taken down six times, and two out of six of those times, she was like, fuck it, jujitsu. <laughs> Obviously, I'm getting my ass beat <laughs> on the feet. She hit me 296 times. And I hit her 29 times. That's, Jesus fucking Christ. That's heartbreaking. If I had those stats, I might retire. Bro, Lemos was like this destroyer, bro. I know. Lemos is good. Like, destroyer. But holy shit. You hit them 29 times. And they hit you like 200 times more than that. You know, like literally 200 more times. They throw 300 more strikes than that. Yeah. Bro. And then Sean O'Malley, pulling off one of the bigger upsets of the year so far. Oh, bro, I can't you know? wait to brag to Max. Dude. Because it didn't, like, honestly, I didn't think Sean O'Malley was going to win that fight. I didn't think he was going to get it done either. And I, and I knew, like, if he did, it would be off a counter shot kind of thing like that. Yeah. Bro, get the fuck out of my face. God damn, bro. <laughs> it's a motherfucking little wasp-looking thing. I saw it, bro. It's gotta be easy. Don't let it bother you. It'll that. fly away. I'll flick that motherfucker. Fuck that, bro. Oh. But yeah, dude, Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley really looked like. Looked like. He wasn't ready for the fight almost. I didn't think he was, mm. honestly. I was like. He's gonna. I, I honestly like. I was. I was like. Sean's gonna win. Sean's gonna win. But I was pretty much like. He's not gonna win. In my head, I was like. It's hopeful. It was hopeful thinking of Sean to win. Yeah. Because Aljo just way better credentials, and Aljo just. It's two different timelines the UFC could have went on. Mm -hmm. And it's on now it's on the one where Sean's a champ now. And I think Sean's still a little too fresh to have it. I don't know, dude. I mean, you got to think about that dude was a star as soon as he came into the sport. Mm -hmm. As soon as he got into the UFC, he was already a fucking like, global superstar. Snoop Dogg and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, he intentionally took smaller fights you know mm -hmm. like less important fights because he was like y'all aren't giving me big money to go against these big fucking names i'm not trying to do that right now mm -hmm. i want a better contract so he fought out his contract on lesser opponents they re-signed him because he just destroyed those dudes anyways and then fucking 
the man's going crazy. He's taking the slower route already, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, they they were ready to do with him what they did with Darren Till. Mm-hmm. You know Fast what I mean? track him. Yeah. Throw him in the deep water. They were ready to do with Sean O'Malley what they did with Darren Till. And Darren Till's fucked up now. He's a good fighter, too. I mean, fucking on How his rise UFC? up, he was beast. But he's not in the UFC anymore. I could see him doing, like, an ultimate fighter in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how they had, like, veterans, like, people who used to be in the UFC this time. Um, people who used to be in the UFC versus, like, rookies. Which was McGregor versus Chandler. Mm-hmm. The rookies were with McGregor, and they were all starstruck. I, I think, it, was Katones, was he on... Hmm? Was he on Connor's team? I think Katones was the only guy on. Yeah, Connor's I don't know. Team. I didn't really watch the season, man. Me neither. But I just think I remember seeing a clip of them. Or no, it was him and Mike. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. Uh, all the all the rookies got beat <laughs> by the veterans, and it was kind of satisfying, but also kind of like, damn, bro, they weren't ready for it. Uh, but besides the UFC, bro, fucking, we have a bunch of people about to fight, like, in under a month, honestly, a month from today, we'll be done with all the fights. Yeah. Yeah, no, we have fights coming up, what is it, September 15th and 16th? Yep. Wait. Yeah, dude, so, on the 15th. Saturday. Let me make sure these dates are right real quick. Because I do have a calendar. I believe it's 9-15. Nah, so September. Yeah, September 15th. Yeah, 9-15. We'll be in Greer, South Carolina. I believe it's at the Spinning Jenny again. Mm-hmm. Um, for Southeast K1 Championship. I, it's like their fifth event down there. Fourth. Fourth event. So SKC4 is going to be happening down there. Uh, we can attach tickets to this probably at this point if we can find the link but it's easy to find our dude christian williams the black sheep fighter he's getting ready for another fight after his fucking 60 second knockout 69 couple weeks ago you got to respect the number man listen they could have stopped it after the second time he knocked him on his ass yeah but either way my dude's going in again and then deuce almighty going to get a fight in his actual weight division finally um that's gonna be wild yeah the guy he's going against has a pretty similar record to him too that's dope that's dope that's That's good man it's gonna be a scrap deuce always comes out to put on a show and fucking skc throws a great event i'm sure it'll be just the same this time yeah um and then the very next day man on sunday we're taking off is 9 15 or Saturday? Saturday. Okay. Yep. So the 15th Saturday, SKC4 in Greer, South Carolina. Um, the very next day, we're going to Winston-Salem to fucking... We're going to Winston-Salem. No, 9-15 is a Friday, see? Dog, is it? Yeah, it's a Friday and then a Saturday. Well, maybe I was wrong about the dates, but yeah, sure. <laughs> 15th and 16th. That sounds right to me. We're doing a two-day fucking fight tour. So the next day, we're going down to Winston-Salem... 
for the Fight For It event down there in Winston-Salem. Um, and it's going to be fire, Yeah, bro. so we've got we've got Kayla fucking making her debut. In a which cage, Which is going to be bro. amazing. In a cage. Debuting in the cage. Kayla is a killer. You don't want to fuck with her. And we were just hyping her up last episode, 42. Yep, yep. and fucking then John... Jake the John, Rager. Jake the Rager Yaros. Jaros Yaros. <laughs> that man Jaros is going out there again, man. He did two fights on his first ever event. Fucking went two and zero in the night. Um and now he's going out for his third one with Fight for It. I don't know if they found him an opponent yet, but his names are in the books. So are um, those too. Yep. I was getting to that part, but oh, my bad. Yaros is going out there for his third one. He's only getting better and better as He's putting time into the gym. And then, yeah, like you said before, man, fucking King Phil is decided he wants to make his comeback, return to fight for it, and that promotion that he's very familiar with. Um, that was, like, one of the first ones he's fought for. He's yep. fought for them a bunch, He's fought bro. for fight for it a lot. He's had their belt at one point. Yeah. Well, There's a fight for it belt, yeah? I don't know. It might not have been. I don't know. Yeah. But fucking, he's going back to fight for it. Going to do another fight there. And that man's looking fresh, looking clean. Um, So clean, I'm excited for it, man. He he puts on a great show as well. So, yeah, I believe it's the 15th and the 16th. And, man, I can certainly look at it. I'm 99.9. But, yeah. It's a whole train of motorcycles! Yay! Oh, it's a big one! Such a big one! They're getting ready to go on the parkway right there. Oh shit, there's. Oh, it. Oh! Is there any more? That's it. Getting ready to go on the parkway right there, boy. It's a fuck ton of motorcycles. That's probably close to 20. Oh, really? Y'all don't got no events on here? Motherfucker. No events somewhere. Oh, you're sliding. Show me there. all the events, dog. So yeah, Deuce's fight is indeed the fifteenth. Yep, that's Friday. And then the next day, Saturday, we'll be doing fight for it in Winston Salem. That's gonna be wild. So we're Two making a kickboxing events. Making a tour, fuck up the kickboxing world, and then smack them again and then we're gonna smack them again in september in the jiu-jitsu realm yeah you know what i mean we're just gonna keep keep on keeping on if you haven't seen too the corner racks for the bags got put up i saw that yeah so the bags will be up in the gym soon man i'm so fucking excited for that one um how many are we gonna have hanging up i don't know more than we actually have bags we're gonna have to get new bags. That's cool. That makes me happy. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting, man. I love bags. Uh, like bag work is impe- like I miss it. That was one of my favorite part. Like it's one of my favorite parts of training. Like just bag work. Uh, like I love sparring. I love bag work. I love hitting pads. I love shadow boxing. Mm-hmm. But like you. It feels so weird because we haven't had bag bags in the new yeah, gym. Dude. We've been there for like eight months. Mm, something. S- something like that. Been a hot minute. Yeah. Maybe like nine to ten months. I don't know. So it's not that important. But uh, I love bags, bro. 
and I can't wait to just start drilling with bags again. I miss bag work. Uh, uh, in Thailand, bro, it was 90% bag work, it felt like. I hit a lot of bags in Thailand. Yeah. Yeah. I like hitting bags, man, because even on the pads, you can't really go, like, as hard as you can. Yeah. You know? Um, and you have to, like, work whatever they're telling you to work, too. So the bags, you can kind of freestyle a little bit more. You can really, like, put all your power into the strikes and kind of develop more power that way. Um, yeah, because if you're with, like, a fresh pad holder, you... Or, dude, even if I'm with, like, a fucking... A smaller person. A seasoned pad holder, like, I can't throw fucking kicks up here, like, head kicks as yeah. hard as I can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. I can't blast a head kick on the pads because they'll fucking knock them over. Um, I can't, like just rip hooks with a smaller person because it'll fuck their arm up you know so you actually have to limit that a little bit and that's okay good for what it's good for but i think everything has its part and we yeah. haven't had bags in a fucking and minute bro fucking part dude yeah i love bags bro um i'll say it a hundred times if you let me um I miss hitting bags, bro. There's just something so satisfying about mm -hmm. hitting a bag. Yep. I'm going to be doing that very soon. Before any of you motherfuckers from Rogue. I'm going to pee all over the bags. I'm going to hit the bags. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm going to hit the bags first. Because you'll be hanging them up. Yeah. Pussyo. Is that directed at me or my computer? The computer. Okay. And all of those listening. Yeah. Uh, um, I can't wait. Like, I, I just, I love this shit, man. And I really do love this shit. I really want to be in this for the long haul. Yeah, dude. Um, I, one of my goals is to just get on the pound for pound, like, best list. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's that shit, bro. Yeah, man. Um. Uh, like, I don't know, bro. I I want to, like... I want to train with... Like, if you could train with anybody, who would you train with? Like... Right now? Sure. Anybody ever. Um, ever? Yeah, sure. I don't know, dude. Like, I would love to train with guys like Anderson Silva. Um, that would be cool. For some clean, like, just Muay Thai and Jiu-Jitsu style. Um... Also, just, like, Wonder Boy and his dad. I'd love to train with those guys in an MMA camp kind of fashion. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah. I don't know. What about you? You want to go spar with Francis Nagano? <laughs> Probably fucking not. Not Nagano. Yeah. Uh, I would love to train with fucking Chingiz Alazov. Home? Chingiz, bro. Chingis? Yeah, Chingis Alazov. Sounds like a name for a bug that some country motherfucker came up with. He's Belarusian. Uh, pretty much Russian. Belarus. Yeah, bro. Uh, very close to Russia. It's in that little, like, block. Uh, 
and Chingy's Chingy's is the dude who knocked out Superbon. He's the he's one of the kings of one FC right now. I think mm. the featherweight division kickboxing. Uh, Tawanchai Tawanchai is gonna be, I think, a fight between him and Tawanchai is gonna be interesting. Yeah. Uh, cause that's the path Tawanchai is going on. Cause he's I think he's the featherweight king of Muay Thai. And yeah. then that's what Superbon's going at him for, I I think. It's either gonna be a the be a Superbon and Tawanchai are fighting soon. And it's either gonna be a uh, Muay Thai or a kickboxing fight. I wanna say it might be Muay Thai. I thought Superbon's last one was in uh kickboxing. Yeah, he was the champion of the kickboxing. I know he's going to be fighting Tawanchai sooner, and Tawanchai is the king of the Muay Thai uh, featherweights, but Tawanchai is also climbing the kickboxing rankings, so if you see what I'm saying here? Yeah, absolutely. Like, he's climbing the rankings in featherweight kickboxing, so they might be fighting in kickboxing before he, fight, he, before he can fight Alazov, uh, because I know Superball wants to fight Alazov again, he's been calling him out. Mm-hmm. But dude, Chingy's is fucking good, bro. Um, he's one of my favorite fighters to watch right now. Uh, he switches stances a lot, really well. He does it off of his kicks. Like he'll throw leg kicks to switch stances. He'll throw knees to switch stances, teeps to switch stances. Uh, he's got nice fucking boxing. Mm-hmm. And he's really interesting to watch. He's really interesting to watch. Um, the way he moves, it's like boxer-ish. Uh, because he, he was in glory. That's where he fought Marat Gregorian. Right. And, uh, he fought, he fought Petrosian back in, maybe not glory, but something like that. He fought him, like, around, like, 2012, I feel like. And Marat Gregorian's a dude who just... Like, when he was younger, he decided, his parents decided to send him out to Thailand, live in Thailand, because he wanted to become a fighter in Thailand. Solid. Uh, and, yeah, bro, I love Marat. I mean, not Marat, not Gregory. <laughs> He's a cool dude, but I love uh, my man, Chingis. I don't know what the fuck Chingis mean. Is it Chingis? No, it's Chingis. Chingis. Yeah, Chingis, Chingi, Alasab. Because his, his nickname is Chingy. Like, they call him Chingy's Chingy Alazov. Chingus. Yeah, I'm, long story short, bro, I fucking love fighting. And I, I can't... One day we're really going to be up there, bro. One day we're really going to be up there. We're going to be in that octagon. That's going to be insane. Yeah, bro. And there's a lot that has to happen between A and B, but... Yeah. That's why I'm doing the grappling. And I'm just going to do the grappling until I can do MMA. Because mm-hmm. that's where I want to get my experience, man. Yeah. Like, kickboxing is dope. Muay Thai is dope. It's fun to fight. I love it. Um, but if I want to be an MMA fighter, I have to, like, do MMA. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where... I want to go. Yeah. I want to build up my my striking credentials because I I love grappling and everything. 
Uh, I feel like for me, for my brain, the way my brain works is it needs to get better at striking mm. before I do grappling because I love grappling. I really, like, it's like one of my first loves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you're much more like a striker, and I'm much more like a grappler, I'd say build-wise. For sure. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm, I'm debating on doing that jiu-jitsu tournament in September. You're debating it? Yeah. Why? Because I know it's really expensive. And I plan on going to Thailand. Hmm. That's why I'm debating it. Because um, I, I want to do it. I love jiu-jitsu. And I'm, I'm putting in the work in jiu-jitsu. And I absolutely can compete. I know I have that because it's what I do. Um, but I'm just... I'm conflicted because I I have to find a way to get come up with an an extra hundred or so bucks for the jujitsu tournament, mm-hmm. and then the Airbnb is gonna be like another hundred bucks or something like that. Uh, because they're debating on renting an Airbnb or they are renting an Airbnb for this one. Uh, so you see what I'm saying? Like that's what that's the only reason I'm debating it. Gotcha. Money money fucking sucks, bro. Yeah. Understood. And that's why it's important to always remain a child as much as you can. If you can time travel, do it. Just so you can, I don't know. I, when you're a kid, you don't have to worry about money and that shit's fucking beautiful, bro. Mm. But then having money and having your own freedom is even more beautiful. Beautifuler. Yeah, I heard Burt Kreishner talking about it. Kreischer. Yeah, uh, big man, baby. Uh, one of the funny, funny, like, most funny dudes in, in the world right now, especially. Uh, I heard him talking about it, and he's like, well, the, it, everybody's goal is just to be a kid again. That's literally, that's what, that's how he described it. Because he's like, the more money I have, the more freedom it gives me to do whatever I want, like a kid. You know what I'm saying? It's, I don't know. It was an interesting way to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Burt Kreishner is a very childlike man, and I will never take... A dog. Physical, physical advice from him. Uh, how you say, like... Like, around working out, I wouldn't take advice from Burt Kreishner, because mm-hmm. that man's very out of shape. But I think... That's an interesting way to think of the world. Like, it's just you trying to earn your freedom back. Like, when you were a kid, you were free to do anything. I think that's interesting. Uh, but yeah, dude, that's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all I got for today, bro. Yeah, I feel you. I have to send an email. You're sending an email? I have to send an email. Who are you emailing, bro? Jennifer Lee. I mean, lay. <laughs> I was like, wait a sec. Yeah, dude, we'll think about it. I might do the jujitsu because choking people out's nice. And it's just more experience, man. I know. Absolutely. All right. Anyways, if you enjoyed this episode of the Jagoff Hour, Fuck make sure. Make sure. <laughs> Make sure to message Isaac on Instagram and tell him to go fuck himself. Hit me up. Hit me up. 
especially you boys in Belgium. He likes them. Boys in Belgium. Sure. Yep. Uh, but if you guys like the episode, make sure you like, save, download, share, do all the social media stuff. And if you want to hear more about like our fight journeys or anything like that, uh, feel free to check us out on Instagram at Justin the Jag and what's your Instagram? It's like Isaac I Z normally. Isaac I Z Roosevelt. Oh, I don't know. Let me see, dog. I mean, I don't know. I don't that know. That just sound cooler than what I what you just said. Yeah, it's Isaac I Z Roosevelt. Yeah. With we one should, O. We should put Isaac I Z anomaly. That should kind of have a ring to it. He said, nope. Okay, hurried. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. And next week, we're going to have a fun little guest. Or, wait, that's a weird way to say it. Anyways, I hope this was a great start or end to your week, whenever you're listening to this. And if you find any value, I'm going to repeat what I just said. But I hope you guys have a great day regardless. Isaac, do you have any last words? No. Need to do a roar. Three, two, one. Bro, you didn't even hear yours. Well, yours was a fucking getting ready for a loogie, so.